Hey everyone, this is Gabby and Karim, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Tune in each week to hear us talk about the journey of getting into med school. From GAMSAT to medical interviews, get the insider scoop from med students who have done it all before. So So stay stay tuned tuned and and get get ready ready to get get med ready. (laughs) Hey everyone and welcome back to the podcast. It's Gabby here. And Corinne. And today we are going to talk all about interviews, medical interviews, because the interview season is fast upon us. Um, But before we jump in, I will just do an acknowledgement of country. So I would like to acknowledge the traditional and rightful owners of the land in which we are recording this episode today. That is the Wurundjeri land of the Kulin Nations. I would like to pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging, as well as any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening to the podcast today. So, as we mentioned before, this mini-series is all about interviews. So, Karim, did you want to intro it a little bit? (laughs) Intro the interviews, yep, sounds good. Uh, First of all, I'd like to say it's very uh, good to be back in person. I think it's been a long time since we've recorded um, an episode in person. It has. And that a lot has happened since that. Uh, There's been a few lockdowns across across Victoria and now across the country Mm. in terms of COVID. So um, very interesting in terms of the news and and obviously not too great for people stuck in lockdown. But um, Hope you're all coping well. Yeah, hope everyone's doing all right. But yeah, we um, are fast approaching the interview season, as Gabby has mentioned, and it's now sort of time to start talking about the interviews and start thinking about a very important big part of getting into medical school which is really sitting your interview. Um, And so we thought it'd be really cool to start a new mini series where we talk about the process of of getting into medical school and and doing your interviews. Um, And really we want to talk about what our experiences were like, some tips and tricks to help you guys um, and sort of break down the process as long as well as uh, including mini mock interviews where we actually interview um, some uh, prospective students uh, and we have a discussion with them about what what uh, some of the issues are, um, such as ethical issues that tend to come up in these interviews quite often. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We basically do a full mock station with these students and our examiners. Um, and if you'd like a bit of a taste of that, we have some from last season already uploaded. So search through our old episodes, but we will have some new ones of those being sprinkled throughout as well. But the real reason why we're doing this is because the interview process and the the process of getting into medical school is incredibly hard, very long. convoluted, yep. very confusing. Yeah, and it's really overwhelming. Um, there's lots of different places to get info from um, and you don't really know who to believe. So we want to simplify it and put it all in one place that's easy for you to access. Hmm. Um, and, you know, you're getting information from people who have been in your position just two years ago now. We oh. were sitting medical interviews. Um, so we've done it all before and we want to share as much information as we can. It's crazy to think that it's been two years since we sat these interviews, um, but luckily they don't change much <laughs> in terms of the interview process. Uh, it's pretty much the same year after year, um, and it's, it's been it's, generally it's been, COVID has changed. Well, COVID has changed yeah. things, and that's something yeah. we want to discuss in mm. this episode, actually. Mm. Um, but 
I like to think we're relatively on top of things. We have a lot of insider knowledge. We know a lot of people who are currently going to sit those interviews. So we still sort of know what's going on. Mm. Um, and we want to bring that to you, to our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, did you want to start us off by telling us your personal story of sitting for the interviews? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was fortunate enough to receive multiple interview offers because my my grades were decent and I had a decent GAMSAT score and I'm, I'm very thankful for those opportunities. So I sat uh, interviews at the University of Monash and the University of Melbourne. Um, but essentially at Monash, I had a really awful experience because I wasn't very confident going into the interview. Um, and as we'll talk about, these medical interviews are typically what's called um, MMIs or um, mini uh Multiple. multiple interviews, mini multiple interviews. <laughs> no, multiple mini interviews. Oh, sorry. <laughs> multiple mini interviews. Just MMIs. <laughs> MMIs is a commonly known. Um, and I had a really difficult first station and that really ruined the rest of the experience at Monash. Um, and it was, it was a really, really difficult one and a half hours of, of interviews. Um, with multiple stations because the first one just went really terribly and it was a really difficult time essentially um there was a a question that i just completely butchered (laughs) and i I found it very very difficult so it just ruined the rest of the experience for me um and i sort of lost confidence and that was something that really weighed me down and i think it's just because with mmis they're very different from other interviews Mm. because each part of the interview doesn't correlate with what happens next. Yeah. You have a different examiner. It's a different room, a whole different experience. Yeah. You sort of have a choice of how you want to be in each room. And I didn't fully take that mindset on. And and I let my first mini interview (laughs) um, weigh me down for the rest. And so that was Mm. was a really difficult experience. But I was lucky enough to have another interview at Melbourne University, which was also an MMI. And that went much better because my mindset going into that set of interviews was much more improved, mostly because um, regardless of how I went in each room or in each interview, I had a positive mindset for the next interview. Um, So I didn't let the result of one station weigh me down for the next yeah and so that that sort of had a much better outcome i think yeah yeah i sort of had a similar experience um my interview for the university of sydney was my first one um and i was really nervous you know i'd traveled all the way to sydney from broken hill mind you on a 12-hour train um so i'd sort of put a lot of eggs in that basket and i didn't want to stuff it up Um, And I was so nervous that I actually don't really remember the experience very well. It's all a bit of a blur. And the stations at University of Sydney at that time as well were were really short. It was like five minutes per station. So it went really quickly. It was a lot of anxiety all at once. Um, And it meant that after the interview finished, whether I bombed it or not, I couldn't actually reflect on it and I couldn't learn for next time. And I had my Monash interview a few weeks later. Um, and I wasn't able to accurately use my Sydney experience as as a learning curve for Monash, which was I was a little bit 
disappointed about because that was the whole point, right? You know, you have multiple like a practice interviews. run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I wanted to be able to learn from that and use the skills that I had learnt in Monash, but I wasn't able to do that because I was too nervous. Um, so that's why we thought we'd put together a bit of a few do list for you and a few Do's don'ts. And don'ts. Yeah. <laughs> um, to help to help you all in your preparation. So I think the first do is to be prepared. So make sure you know the process. Every university is different. So be on top of the university that you're going to. Do your research, look online and look at the updated on like information online the most as well. Current, like mm, mm. genuinely look at it a few weeks before you set your interview or um when you first get your interview result, whatever mm-hmm. whatever is the most recent thing from when um you get your interview offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely take a thorough look and know what what they say on the website because it changes year to year, usually slightly. Um, sometimes yeah. it stays consistent, but it's important to know what's specific for you. Yeah, yeah, and you know you can take past experiences as guidance, like we are giving you, but don't you know take it as everything. Make sure you stay up to date. For example, the University of Sydney don't actually do interviews anymore. Um, at, well, as it's standing now in June 2021, yeah. they don't do them, <laughs> but they might have changed. So again, check that um, and make sure you understand what kind of stations that you could get and what's typical. So um, we're going to talk about that a little bit at the end, but basically just know what may cam- come up. You can't predict it, but be prepared about a few different things that come up could come up. And what's a tip from you, Karim? Yeah, um, just definitely be confident and not arrogant Um, it's a fine balance between those two but it's really important to be humble with the way that you approach the interview but you also don't want to come across as too arrogant um, in these interviews you want to come off as a person who the interviews can hopefully relate to um, for sure and I guess that just ties into another do and that's do be a nice person you know, all the basic interview stuff, if you're going to any interview, you know, from a regular job to, you know, getting into any sort of university course in medicine, nothing is different. It's be a nice person. You know, if you finish your station and before the timer goes off and there's a little bit of time, don't just sit there awkwardly. Have a chat with the interviewer. They're just a person, you know, chat. obviously don't talk to them, you know, don't ask them what score you got or anything, <laughs> anything weird like that. Just ask them, you know. Talk to them about the weather or something. Yeah. Something really general. Just ask them how their day was yeah. or how their day is going so yeah. far. They're, they're having a very long day usually. Yeah, yeah. And they're hearing the same response again and again. Over and over. And it's really easy to stand out just by being genuinely yourself. Yeah. Um, there's probably another do we should have included. Just <laughs> do be yourself. <laughs> do be yourself. Do be nice. I think it all comes together and, you know, just being polite, coming in, making eye contact. Maybe it's not appropriate to shake hands at the moment with COVID, you know, that's totally up to you. But, you know, just in your body language and the way that you walk in, be polite. If there is someone in the room that who isn't examining you, like an actor or maybe they're training to be an examiner, make sure you say hello to them as well and thank them on their way out. You know, they're taking up their time to help you. So make sure that you, you know, you show that thing. Yeah. That thank. <laughs> Be thankful. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and we're, we're going to talk about this later, but obviously COVID has changed the way that interviews are being run. Um, you might not even have a person to talk to uh, with some of the ways that some of the interviews have been running um, with some of the universities. Mm. But we'll get into that later for now. Some of the don'ts. 
Yes. I think the biggest one for me, and if you've listened to the podcast, you probably know that uh, this is something that I would do, and that's don't rush into answering. So I often think quickly and talk quickly. That's (laughs) a character trait of mine. But my tip for you guys is to, once you read the station or hear the question, pause, take a deep breath, and then start answering. You know, just take your time when you're answering um, to figure out what you're going to say and sort of plan ahead so you can articulate yourself well and in an effective manner rather than just rushing in and deep diving into some sort of rabbit hole that you can't dig yourself out of. Mm. It's really easy to dive into a rabbit hole Mm. um, just when you start talking. Absolutely. (laughs) We do it here. We do it here a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So just just be careful uh, with with figuring out exactly what you want to say before you say it, um, especially Mm -hmm. in these types of interviews where you often don't have that much time. Yeah. Um, So when you start talking, you want to make sure that whatever you say is exactly what you mean. Yeah. Use your time wisely. Yeah. Um, another don't is don't misinterpret the question. Um, it's really easy to answer the question you want to answer, not the question mm. they're actually asking. Yeah. And that's something that we heard or had a lot of uh, discussions about in our preparation for the interviews. Yeah. When you start preparing, I think you start to notice that it's really easy to sort of just want to answer your question because you have an idea of what you want to say about your question. Mm. but not necessarily the question they're asking, which can be more difficult um, or just because we, we really want to answer something and, and we don't want to, um, I suppose, get something wrong. We just want to get something out. Um, yeah. So we, we don't sort of listen for what they say. Yeah, um, yeah. Just make sure you're actively listening when they're asking questions or if you have to read the blurb, um, make sure you, you, know, you read it word for word, slow down. Um, and take your time. And I think that ties into our final don't, which is don't be too quick to judge. You know, if there's some sort of scenario that's come up, um, try to keep an open mind and don't make too many assumptions. And if you do make an assumption, be aware of that assumption as you're answering it. And even, you know, state your assumption Mm. so that the examiner knows where you're coming from. But it can be really easy to misjudge a situation or judge a situation too harshly in the interview environment when emotions are heightened, there's a time sort of restraint as well. So make sure that, you know, you just have an open mind um, and yeah, don't be too quick to judge, I think. Yeah. Um, And the way you phrase that, don't be too quick to judge. Yeah. Really thinking about Going back to our other point, which is taking your time to answer the question. Yeah. Um, so thinking carefully about the scenario so you don't um, rush into a certain viewpoint. Yeah. Because I, I swear they try to do that sometimes. Sometimes. And then they might ask a follow-up question, which completely goes against what you were trying to say. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to be open-minded in the beginning so that then it's easier for you to pivot mm. um, mentally when you're on in that interview chair. But if you go in hard, you know, headstrong um, with this certain mindset, which may be what they wanted, maybe not, um, but then they give you an answer that's the other side, you're going to be caught off guard. And most of the time they're looking for a more balanced answer anyway. Mm. Um, I don't want to say that for every single question, but I think a lot of the time they want to see that you can think. Yeah. They they don't just want to see that you um, have a bias and that you go with it every time. They want to see that you can think. Uh, carefully about both sides and um, it's a really important skill as a a doctor in general absolutely absolutely and so I guess that sort of brings us 
to the, the nitty gritty of it all. And that's basically what to expect from the interview process. And as we mentioned in the beginning, every uni is different. So if you get one thing from this episode, it's do your homework. Um, usually the interview consists of an MMI, as we were stating. Um, the scenario may be written on the door and you have a certain amount of time allocated to reading and then a certain amount of time allocated to answering when you enter the room um, and you usually get some sort of follow-ups. Um, but don't assume that this is the same process everywhere. Um, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. And as sort of Karim said before, COVID has changed things. Some interviews are online now. You could be talking at in a sort of Zoom setting or a Skype setting, or it could be pre-recorded and you're not talking to anyone at all. You're just talking to a camera and it's you alone in a room. So be aware of that as well. Yeah. Um, and just with with that with the point on you know you could be alone in a room um that's obviously really scary scary yeah (laughs) intimidating intimidating that's the word i was looking for um and i think you can sort of start thinking about depending on your university the university you're applying for really trying to um make sure that the way you practice your interviews is going to mimic what the situation will be like. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be thrown off on the day. It's, it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so try to mimic the situation as much as possible and make your environment similar to what will, what it will be on the day. Mm. Um, you know, if it's your room, you have a lot of control over that because mm-hmm. you can get comfortable, you know, in, in that setting. Um, but if you are doing it in person try to think about what the environment will be like um, and start preparing for that. Yeah, just like you would any exam yeah, as well. Exactly. And be aware that there might be other means of testing as well. You know, as I said before, when we both did the Monash interview, um, we uh, had to sit an SJT as well, which is a situational judgment test, which counted towards our selection criteria. But when I did it at Sydney, the SJT didn't count towards the selection. It was just used as some other means i'm not really sure why um so do your research because there may be something else involved that you may want to practice for or just be aware of and for those of you who might not have heard of the sjt before it's essentially a test very similar to the mmis but i suppose in a written format yeah yeah. um they essentially just give you a bunch of ethical scenarios and they they want you to choose the uh, they give you a set of options in terms of uh reactions to the to the scenario Mm -hmm. and they want you to usually choose the the best of four for example or to rank Mm. rank the options yeah in terms of best to worst um response essentially yeah and there's heaps of free practices online um, that you can find that may not be medical specific or medicine specific, but they're still useful. So check them out. Yeah. yeah so going on from that, um, we are starting this mini series that's going to be more practical. So there are lots of different topics and stations and styles of questions that you may get, but we have broken it down into four main categories. That is ethics, acting, personal, and explain or task. And each episode, we are going to deep dive into these topics. So we're going to talk about different questions or different topics that may come up in those stations, as well as give you some specific tips to make sure that you ace them. So let's briefly go into those four categories now. So first, ethics. Karim, what is it? Yep, so just very briefly, um, ethics. So you'll be giving an ethical scenario, uh, there's a whole range of topics as this can be. So, for example, things like vaccine uh, or abortion, 
um, and you'll be expected to think about it in an ethical manner. Um, there's also an acting station, so it's a pretty common one for medical interviews. They want mm-hmm. you, they really want you to see how you'll react to someone who might be in a distressing situation. Um, obviously, the scenario can be almost anything, um, but is... you'll you'll be interacting with some sort of actor. Yeah. The personal stations are your real typical interview questions. So the ones that are, tell us about yourself and <laughs> yeah. um, very much about wanting to find out who you are as a person. Um, and in that category is the all important why med question, <laughs> which we've talked about a lot before um, because you should know why. And um, it's an important one to prepare for. And lastly, the explain or task station, which uh there's a whole bunch of different things that can be tested, but um, often you'll be asked to explain something to someone else to in, in lay terms, or you'll be asked to perform some sort of task um, mm-hmm. and often reflect on that task and see, sort of tell the examiner how you went, mm. essentially. Mm. But those are the four main types of stations that are common. Um, obviously, we haven't really covered panel interviews, which some universities prefer. Mm-hmm. That's another type of um, way that you can be interviewed. But it will encompass these four main categories or some of them. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this has gotten you excited <laughs> to start preparing for interviews um, because we're going to be with you every step of the way. Um, and as we mentioned in the beginning, we're going to be sprinkling some of those mock interviews through, throughout as well. So you can get a taste of what an actual station sounds like. Um, and keep an eye out as well, because if you haven't heard, Halide to Health actually have our own mock MMIs. We had our first season last year and it went really well. So we're going to be doing that again um, this year. More information will be released in the coming weeks. So make sure you keep an eye out on our Facebook, Instagram and our website so you don't miss out on tickets because there are limited spots. And they are super popular um, mm-hmm. because we actually run them with med students. So you'll get uh, practice with people who've sat the interviews before and obviously succeeded. So they're mm-hmm. really good people to get advice from, obviously. Um, and the best thing about them is that they're super accessible yeah. uh, and a really, really good price as well um, for a whole day of mock interviews, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And we really focus on giving personalized feedback as well, because we think that's the most important thing you need for feedbacks, really, um, for interview. Um, you need to have personalized feedback tailored to you. Um, but let's just finish off with some most important take-home message, Krim. What do you think it is? Um, get ready to get med ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, and <laughs> uh, Just be... Well, just in terms of MMIs, the most important thing is to be yourself. Yeah. Um, anyone you'll ask will tell you the exact same thing. There can be no one like you but you <laughs> to, to, to misquote... Uh, I don't even know who... Dr. Seuss, is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and our next dot point, try not to stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be yourself. Try not to stress. Um, you know, you've made it this far. You're at the final step, the final sprint. So make sure you're confident um, and, and just back yourself because you got this. Mm. And you know the best thing about the interview is once you've said it, you can just... Party. You can just relax. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, or Party. relax. Yeah. A bit of both. <laughs> a bit of R&R. You can do whatever you like. Yeah. You're, you're nearly there. You're in the final sprint. So keep your head up. Look after yourself. You know, 
lean on the people around you for support. Um, but yeah, you're going to be okay. It's not as scary as it sounds. Hmm. Okay, so that's all for this episode. As I said before, make sure you keep an eye out on our Facebook, Instagram, and website for more information about our upcoming mock MMIs, as well as some free events as well coming up to help you get prepared for medical interviews. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. We hope you enjoy them. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Please like, share, and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.